acupuncture for the treatment of migraines. Let's look at the research. If you want to go into more detail after this podcast, go to www.healthcmi.com. That's www.healthcmi.com. I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist. Welcome. Our news department has, over the last 10 years, published an incredible amount of research on the success rate of acupuncture for the treatment of migraines and several other types of headaches, including uh, allergenic-related headaches. What we find universally from research everywhere from Stanford University, University of Maryland, Harvard University, all the way to China and a lot of the top universities there, is that acupuncture is now proven safe and effective for migraine relief. So that is two things. The research is showing subjective findings, so people are feeling better, right? Reporting in, in surveys better results, but also objective findings. And what they show is definitive. First, MRI studies. They show brain metabolism before and after. What happens with migraines across the board for everyone suffering from a migraine is there are certain functional problems with brain metabolism that occur during a migraine. And acupuncture can basically reset the connectivity of different brain regions so that migraines have a lower frequency, intensity, and duration. And the MRI studies are definitive. Don't take my word for it. Again, go to healthcmi.com, click on news, and have a look. You won't find one article. You won't find two. You will find multitudes of pieces of research published there globally. Top universities from Korea, China, United States, Canada, Australia, you name it. This is not news in a way, but it's news to the world. Why? Well, you don't see it on the evening news. Sure. Evening news maybe shows you a fire, but this is news because people who suffer from migraines genuinely are suffering. We're looking at, in some cases, people losing several days a month out of their lives of peacefulness and comfort and losing productivity. This affects people's schooling. This affects their work, their personal lives, and it's exhausting as well. So it has long-term consequences. The rescue remedy drugs are good. They're there. There's some miracle drugs out there that help a, a large percentage, not everyone, to deal with a migraine when it comes on. And, and those are good things. Yeah, they're a little toxic, whatever, but you know what? Migraines can be debilitating. And they're almost as painful as cluster headaches, which acupuncture also treats and also has a fair amount of research in its development and use showing that it's very good at that. And I've treated that personally as well. Cluster headaches take longer to treat and they're extraordinarily painful, but acupuncture does very well with cluster headaches. That's another phenomenon. But migraines also very debilitating and also nausea. Acupuncture for the treatment of nausea is very famous, including for morning sickness. In fact, PC6 Neguan on the near the wrist crease, basically, what we say too soon or approximately two inches proximal to the wrist crease on the anterior portion of the forearm. That point, Neguan, if needled, can stop, let's say, morning sickness instantly, the nausea due to it in many cases. 
as long as it's not like a severe toxemia situation, right? Or let's say motion sickness, things like that. So much so that uh, the FDA has approved a watch that wears, that sends electronic signals. It's the one that's FDA approved. It's the one that works. So if you go boating and you get nauseous or uh, you have someone you know who has terrible car sickness, you put this watch on, you can adjust the level of shock it sends into your PC6 Neguan. You know, you wear it like a watch. It looks like a watch. No one will know. And say goodbye to the nausea while it's a doing whale watching. It's that good. Uh, so I don't know the name of that particular watch offhand. I think it's called Relief Band. The thing is amazing. Uh, but it is, it just check for the watch that is, uh, it looks like a watch it, that's FDA approved. That's, that's an effective tool for stimulating an acupuncture point. Again, that's with an electric shock, not with a needle. Because if I'm on a moving boat, I sure don't want to use acupuncture. But anyway, when we're dealing with migraine headaches, we are also talking about not just pain, cephalalgia, you know, head pain. But we're also talking about nausea. There's, there can be light sensitivity, sound sensitivity, auras. There's, there's a lot in this complex that acupuncture resolves. But realistically, I've talked about the fact that there's a lot of research. You can go to healthcmi.com, click on news, and read up on all the wonderful research. But what can a patient expect? At a one visit, not much. It is dose-dependent. Acupuncture is dose-dependent. It takes repeated visits to get it done. Why? It's patterning brain functional connectivity to restore. A lot of the research shows not only brain functional connectivity restores over time and resolves, but also serum blood levels of pro-inflammatory agents downregulate and acupuncture upregulates serum blood levels of anti-inflammatory agents. So there's a lot going on there in what it really takes to resolve migraines. Not easy, not a piece of cake here. This is something that an acupuncturist has to work at and custom tailor to get it exactly right. So it's not a guarantee. There are some studies out of Harvard University showing that if on MRI the brain gray matter appears a certain way, that there are certain points that work 82% of the time. So there is that research at healthcmi.com. That's actually very fascinating that the way the brain has grown and images on an MRI can reflect what acupuncture points to use and its efficaciousness. Fascinating stuff. Um, and the researchers from that were mentioning that Basically, it could be a shortcut for acupuncturists. If we know that about the brain, use those points, you're probably going to get the job done. But again, 82% is 82%. That means there's a whole lot of people who didn't get helped, right? 18% is a high number. That's where you have to customize maybe more repeated visits. So someone could expect maybe three times a week for two weeks, two times a week for two weeks, and one time a week for a few weeks. Yeah, that could happen for a while. That could take up to several months. If there's dysmenorrhea, you may need some herbal medicine like Shaoyawan to resolve the PMS syndromes and the pain during menstruation. That can be an issue. Uh, so those herbs can help. Very, very famous formula, Shaoyawan and Danja Shaoyawan, also known as Jawei Shaoyawan, translated as relaxed wander. Very, very famous herbal medicine uh, globally used. Uh, the great Shahua Li, she said that Shaiyawan and its modifications like Jawa Shaiyawan 
is the number one herbal medicine of the women's medicine department. And that's coming from the great Shahua Ali, one of the great gynecologists, surgeon, acupuncturists of our time. So, yes, there's comorbidities, there's things that play into it, but when it comes to nausea, PC6, Naguan, acupuncture nails that down. So what happens? Let's say someone comes to my office and they're a new patient. And they say, oh, you know what? I've got a migraine right now. I'm like, oh. So instead of doing like an incredibly intense interview with all these questions and things to fill out, I shorten the interview as much as humanly possible, turn off the lights in the room so it's just dim lighting, you know, from the sunlight or maybe if it's night, just dimmer lights, right? They might have photosensitivity. Turn off any music in the room. Make sure the place is quiet. Ask them if they have nausea and immediately apply PC6 Neguan, that acupuncture point, and get rid of the nausea. Boom. Done. 30 seconds later, that nausea is not there. Now we can begin. And then we do the treatment. The thing about migraines, though, those, those acupuncture treatments can restore a lot of peace of mind right away, but instead of the usual 15, 20-minute treatment, you might be looking at an hour, you know, uh, and people are happy to stay. You ask. You say, well, no, I would definitely like to have some more peace of mind. Again, acupuncture is known for inducing a somewhat blissful experience. There is a slight euphoria. This is partially associated with uh, activating dinorphins and endorphins within the system of the body's natural opiate system and unlocking that and opening that up. So those are some things people can expect. The frequency, intensity, and duration of migraines will reduce over time. We cannot resolve it completely for everyone, but I would say for almost everyone, we can make significant enough improvements that they're so happy they did it. They'll need that rescue remedy less They'll have migraines less. And in many, many cases, the migraines completely resolve and do not come back. Now, there are cases where people need to come a few times every year after that. Uh, similar like if you would go for a dental cleaning or something, right? You know, your teeth are clean, they're nice, but you got to come back. And, they, and as long as they stay tuned up, uh, then they do well. So there's that. Uh, but some cases do resolve completely. And that's just kind of the high and low of it. But visit healthcmi.com, click on news, and take a look at the research. You'll see this is a proven science. This is not to be romanticized as some mysteries of the East New Age treatment. This is medicine. And people are suffering, and it works. It's that simple. It's an effective safe tool for resolving a debilitating condition that takes days out of people's lives. That is the story behind acupuncture for the treatment of migraines. Now, why did I mention herbal medicine? Because Chinese medicine, and sometimes people call it acupuncture, is not just acupuncture. We're looking at a system and that system involves bone medicine, twina massage, acupuncture, herbal medicine, 
dietetics, qigong and tai chi tuan, meditation, breathing exercises like that. It's a complete system and application technologies. That includes electroacupuncture, moxibustion. There's a variety of ways to access the body with this system. And the system is a theoretical construct. So the system itself is Jing Lo. It's channel and collateral system. Some people would use the ancient terms, energy flow. But let me put it this way. You can measure it electrically. You can measure the brainwave states. This is a measurable phenomenon. When someone has fatigue and they're exhausted, it's measurable in the bloodstream. So people do get thrown by the ancient terminology. They'll say, well, acupuncture regulates the, the qi and blood, uh, yin and yang, etc. And they say, oh, that doesn't exist. That's not scientific. Well, au contraire. That is the ancient terminology before we knew about nerve fibers, brainwave states, fMRI investigations. And now we know that same terminology describes what we can scientifically prove in repeatable phenomena. For example, you could say, oh, it regulates qi and blood, therefore stops migraines. Or you could say, down-regulates sympathetic nerve activity from the autonomic nervous system and up-regulates parasympathetic tone via the vagus adrenal axis. And then you can point to the exact points in the brain that are restored to their normal states of oxygen metabolism. And then someone will understand what you're saying in a modern context. But the ancient language reflects how we could describe things before we had modern tools to look at things in a more analytic sense. It does not mean that we're talking about different things. They are identical. Just the terminology. And I don't want people to get thrown because we have a different way of talking about stuff. So everyone knows if I'm unblocking the cheese stagnation, it's the same thing as down-regulating sympathetic nerve response and up-regulating parasympathetic tone of the autonomic nervous system. One sounds a little more beautiful, I prefer. I don't need to impress anyone. I just need to get people better. Get them healthy and get rid of their migraine. So there, there is some ethnocentrism involved. There is some xenophobia involved, truthfully, in medicine. Uh, and it's endemic. It's inherent. People don't understand that if it's outside the semantics that we're accustomed to, then it sounds otherworldly and therefore it can't be real. There is that. So then we romanticize something into, um, yeah, it kind of works, but not very, so go see your doctor and get drugs. There's that whole thing like, yeah, it kind of works, it's, but it's ancillary, it's complementary, it's alternative. Instead, if you're suffering from migraines and you're not getting acupuncture, do it. Why? It works. The science is there. It's one of the greatest and most powerful tools we have in existence, acupuncture and Chinese herbal medicine, the Jinglo system, the channel and collateral system of resolving migraines. There simply isn't much else out there to resolve it. There are some other things that can help, but this is tried, it's proven, and scientifically we can validate the results. So that's kind of the backbone of it. I hope you liked today's podcast. I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist. Learn more at www.health 
cmi.com. Thank you for listening.